<laughs> yeah, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Rob. I'm a little, little uh, befuddled right now. We're back with another episode of From My Experience podcast. I'm not alone. I have the awesome, the wonderful, and now recovered Erica with me. Erica, what is going on? Everything's going great. I am rid from all the suds. The sud life wanted me so bad, but I, I'm back. <laughs> the sud life wanted you. No, it didn't want you. It had you. <laughs> it did. I I have a voice nothing. I was like, come on, Mm-mm. man, y'all, y'all, this is this. We're gonna give y'all a recap on our on our ailments because I was I was down and out too. We also gonna get into these topics. Oh my gosh, man, look, y'all y'all know that the longtime fans know that this used to be a relationship podcast that went away years ago. But man, y'all just keep giving us stuff to talk about, and I ain't gonna lie, I appreciate it. Um, gives a lot of good perspective, gives a lot of good uh, thoughtful conversation, and I think we're gonna have interesting, uh, interesting perspectives on this. But uh, just stay tuned for one more second, all right? y'all man what's wrong with y'all in these streets and these relationship streets and these dating streets and these internet streets where's my drop some of y'all need the lord i'll be down some of y'all just need to be told about yourselves i'll be down i'll be down i don't know but before we get into that uh where's the music Erica, you can go ahead with uh, the headlines. Or what did I say? Yes, headlines. I said the right thing. (laughs) So the only thing that I can say to y'all today is just condolences, condolences out to Richard Roundtree's family. He passed away a couple days ago. What a wonderful contribution. Contribution, yikes. I just butchered that one. It's the suds. It's the suds. (laughs) It's the suds. They're coming from Rest in peace, Shaft, man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to Matthew Perry. That was one that also happened this past week. Definitely rest in peace to him. And hope his family and friends are okay. Same thing with Bob Knight. Breaking news. Legit 10 minutes ago. So, the legendary Bob Knight. Throwing chairs. I'm throwing chairs. Sorry, y'all. That's, uh... Rest in peace, man, and condolences. Um... We don't have you on the headlines. We, we try to, we try not to have nothing. But I mean, ugh, I can't talk, yo. We try <laughs> not to do like only somber stuff. But it, we recovering from sickness, and this, it is what it is. But I will leave y'all with this, man. Uh, life is precious, and we're gonna yeah. talk. We're gonna touch on that a tidbit, okay? We, we, we're gonna touch on that. Let me, let me just fade this out, okay? <laughs> yo, man. Okay. Me and Erica been through it, man. I, what? And the music is still going. Uh, you want to go first with your with your cruddiness? Hello. Um, I don't know what I had, but I had the suds. I know that for a fact. 
last week. I woke up on a Sunday and I was just like, oh, I said, not my voice all grovelly and everything. Yeah, it lasted for like three extra days. I said, oh, now this is actually a sore throat. <laughs> so I was down with sickness last week and I thought I was recovering well. And then I woke up Saturday and my voice was gone. So what did I do? I decided I'm going to push myself to the limit because I feel great, but my voice is gone. So what did I do? I went to a haunted maze. What happened? The clowns jumped out from these bushes from the darkness. And all I could do was just be like, <laughs> and I guess because they didn't hear my scream, they're just like, oh, she's not really scared. She not, she's really about this life. So it just continued the whole night. So I went to work on Monday and security was trying to talk to me. They said, good morning. I said, good morning. And they said, ooh. And so <laughs> I just had to go sit back at my desk. So, but my voice, it's back. As you could tell, I woke up yesterday and I said, I am back. I am rejuvenated. I'm back to 100%. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're back. Let me, let me give you a round of applause. She's back Thank and you. healthy. Glad it wasn't anything serious because you know we got we got to think about that nowadays too. Right? Like, what is this really? Yeah, the flu was out to get me. Yeah, like you don't want to, you don't want to be in it. Yeah, you. Yeah, it's flu season. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. W- with mm. the ragweed, oh, they were just tag teaming me. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, again, I'm glad that you're better. What did you do? What kind of remedies did you uh, try? Um. Gatorade. I'll be damned. I'll, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. So what usually happens when I'm sick, I, I live in denial I'll be for the past two days because I'm just like, you ain't really sick. Like, I'll be know. damned. But I'm, I'm sick. So I just kept drinking my fluids and laying in my bed, unfortunately. You ain't take no medicine? Oh, I did. Yeah. So, oh, actually, I'll so be damned. When I woke up, when I woke up and I logged on to my laptop, I said, "Oh, I said this is kind of more like a sore throat." I went on Amazon and I did same day prime delivery for some Mucinex. The whole box is gone. I I took the whole box. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I'll, I'll be damned. It worked. Oh, uh, not not the bottle. I only do pills. I know that sounds terrible out of context, but yeah, it did. But I can't do cough syrup. Mm-mm. That's just too nasty. I can't do it. Hold your nose. Uh uh-uh, uh, no. I, I can't. <laughs> that works. Uh, I can't do it for some reason. If I can't pour it into like a spoon, it's like the worst experience ever for me. Yeah, I can't do it. Even with like Benadryl, I can't do it. Pepto-Bismol, I can't do it. You give me that little cup and you tell me I have to drink it, I can't do it. I, I need it to be in tablet form. I can't do it. Yeah, I don't I don't like tablets. Like, they'll, they'll I have to, like, yeah, because they be dry and they, I feel like they stuck, like, at the bottom of my esophagus and I have to drink, like, a gallon of water just to make sure that little, that the aftertaste, you can taste the I, chemicals. I like, they drop that one on the floor before they put it in my bottle. I, I I rather that one than the taste of the mucinex where it's just dark and thick and then all of a sudden you have like this minty aftertaste and I'm just like ew like this is just too much it makes you feel as if you just like 
melted a, a chunk of vapor rub and decided to drink it. Like, <laughs> don't y'all don't go don't melt vapor rub and drink it. Please don't. That's that's what it gives me the same feeling. Mm. See you you good though. You did actually real medicine. See me being a southern country person. Whenever I get a cold or sore throat, one thing I do one, I make sure I take a very hot shower. That's one thing people really don't yes. do. Like you have to get up as soon as you get up and oh man, like zombie your ass to the shower. <laughs> take a nice hot steamy shower. Stay in there a little longer than you would normally. Sweat it out a little bit. And then you have to eat something to do this. But there's this uh, liquor called Rock and Rye. This uh -oh. has zero medical, whatever you want to call it, accolades or whatnot. But for some reason, you make tea, put you about two shots of Rock and Rye in there. Get it nice and hot. And then I cover myself with a blanket and I just sit and I just huff it and sip it. And huff it and sip it. And man, one, you're going to feel numb because you're a little drunk. But uh, two, Hello. it makes you sweat so much. I really do believe, and I don't know if that's a medical thing. I'm going to ask my friend if sweating out the sickness is a thing, but it makes you sweat so much because you're hot, but you're also relaxed. It's kind of like a sauna, hence why you want to take the shower, because at least if you're sweating, it's not funky sweat. It's like, I just took a shower, so this is like the good kind of sweat you do want to have. But um, I do about two cups of those over like two or three days, and I'm typically at least 70% by then. But do not do that and take medication. That is a very bad no. and dangerous combination. Do one or the other. But um, yeah, so I'm glad you took Mucinex. I took that once in my life, and I, I remember just not feeling good after I took it, and I never took it again. <laughs> I don't I I tried to do the little toddies because my dad did that for me one time because I am famous for getting sick the week of Christmas and he made everybody a toddy because I I spread the sickness to everyone. And I was just like, man, this is the worst tea I've ever had in my life <laughs> before I realized he don't put liquor in it. Yeah. Liquor makes everything better. Kidding. I'm I slept kidding. good. Oh, yeah. Now, liquor gives you some good ass sleep, though. Now, it can't be the cheap shit. Get some good ass sleep, but I'm glad you're feeling better for the 10,000th time, man. And I'm glad yes. you, you, you haven't had to deal with, you know, the types of stuff I've been dealing with. So, you know, I'm almost 40. <laughs> I feel like I need a 40 year old tune up, yo. So I woke up last week. Let me see. What's this week? Yep. Last week. Uh, no, was it the week? Damn, time is flying. Nope, it was the week before last, Wednesday. Woke up. <clears throat> well, first, my my chair at work sucks. I've been in a few car mm -hmm. accidents, so every now and again, I get severe lower back pain. I call it by sciatic nerve, but it's not sciatica. I don't have the condition where it shoots all the way down my leg. But every now and again, my lower back goes out, and I can literally barely stand. Please take care of your back, y'all. Like, mm -hmm. You do not want a bad back. I thank God that I don't have a bad back, and... Um, I don't know what I did. I guess it was a combination of sleeping bad and sitting in my chair awkwardly. I woke up Wednesday morning in so much pain. I could not stand up straight. I could not straighten my back. I was hunched over at like not quite a 90 degree angle, maybe a 110 degree angle. Mm -hmm. I had to call out of work, like couldn't go to work and it hadn't been that bad in a while. So I was like, shit. 
because I only had like 14 hours of leave built up because I ain't been at this job long. So half my leave gone. Yay, more than half gone in an instant. So there goes my extended Thanksgiving plans and my extended Christmas plans, right? Man, so I did what I normally do, took some pain pills, tried to stretch, but I, I realized I was like, okay, this is one of those severe ones that I have not had in years. I haven't had this type of pain in like, man, maybe two or three years. Mm-hmm. Really bad. So it was to the point where I was like, all right, I don't want to take off work anymore. But, like, you can't do anything. Like, I was scared to go to sleep because getting up hurt. Mm -hmm. Like, rolling over hurt. I had to sleep on my hip and on pillows and stuff like that. Like, it was more comfortable sleeping on the floor because it was stiff. Y'all, I had to schedule a doctor appointment. Went to the doctor and had to get a steroid shot in my upper butt cheek. Not quite the butt cheek, but, like, the upper hip area. Um... That helped probably like two hours later, it was kicking in. I was like, all right, cool, much better. Cause like I couldn't take it, man. I was like, yo, I'm literally scared to go to sleep because I don't want to have to get up because getting up literally takes like 10 minutes because you're moving so slow because you don't want that pain to kick in. Did that. They gave me some muscle relaxers. Yo, Mm -hmm. listen, scariest shit in my life. I took that muscle relaxer. I went to the doctor on a, I don't remember what freaking day that was. Whatever day I went to the doctor, I took a muscle relaxer that night. That was a Wednesday night. I took one Wednesday night, and then I took one Thursday night. Now, the next day at work, I was functional, you know, not not high or anything like that, but I could feel the cloudiness. I didn't like it, but I needed I needed it to get to sleep. Took another one <clears throat> that Thursday night. Could still feel the cloudiness. Set a chiropractor appointment. Still felt the cloudiness Thursday. Still felt felt it Friday. Mm-hmm. Still felt it Saturday. I was like, damn, like what? <laughs> like I felt like I just took it. I'm like, yo, that's my body. I guess my body is used to because I I really don't take medicine. My body was just kind of like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> and I just felt like zombified, zoned out. I was like, yeah, I can't take this unless it's like severe severe because i don't like feeling like this like i don't mm-hmm. like feeling like this but went to the chiropractor got adjusted went back again tuesday got adjusted my neck is actually sore from my last adjustment um but it's been so stiff and i just been dealing with it for so long i haven't been adjusting in like four or five years but yeah i, I got my 40 year old tune up uh, I would say my back is probably 85% right now. Um, if I do too much, I'll feel it. But honestly, I can function. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why we didn't record last week, y'all. We was broken up. Like, we all <laughs> oh, went yeah. to the dentist, got my teeth clean. <laughs> oh, yeah, check that, you out. Yeah, yeah. Do, doing adult things, y'all. Get your teeth. Yo, let me tell you. Save your teeth. Yo, listen. Real quick, real quick. My teeth were bad. Like, a few years ago, a dentist was like, do you want to keep your teeth? Like, they asked me that, right? Uh, cause I didn't floss, but I started flossing after that and it kind of, re- it not kind of, it reversed the condition. Like they do this thing where they measure like the depths of your gums and mine were really bad, but my flossing have got my gums healthy. My teeth cleaning only took like, I don't even think it took 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, is everything okay? She was like, your teeth aren't really, she was like, you had some staining and stuff, but she was like, you didn't really have any heavy plaque or build on mind you i ain't have i haven't cleaned my teeth in two three years i haven't gotten to cleaning mm-hmm. but i was like you know what i thought about it one flossing 
Two, I've changed my diet. Like I still like sweets, but I stay away from candy. I do more pastries and stuff like that and cakes. But that was just such a shock because typically they be in there like, mm, yeah, and yeah. the scraping, like they be in there. But like she cleaned my teeth so quickly and I was like, wow, I even did the test where I rubbed my tongue on it to make sure she ain't missed nothing. You know how y'all do that? Behind? Yeah. <laughs> Everything be feeling tense. Yeah, yeah. I, I was happy with that result, man. I, I was I was so thankful, and I was glad. She was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Keep doing what you're doing." She was like, "That was easy. It was quick." And she was like, "Yeah." I, there's not a lot of buildup and plaque and stuff on your teeth, but I still got to get a root canal, some other shit. Anyway, yeah, teeth are directly related related to the heart. What? Teeth. They're directly connected to the heart. Yeah, Why that's. Do I feel like that's... I heard that before. Yeah, it's true. And certain teeth, certain teeth are connected to certain organs. What? But yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I ain't got time for this conversation tonight. Yeah. That's why making making sure your teeth are healthy is very good because it's connected to your heart. I know I sound real old and real crazy you saying s- it like you that. You sound old and you don't sound <laughs> crazy because I've heard this before. Yeah. Yeah, it's directly related to your heart. It's connected to your heart. So make sure y'all brushing your teeth, doing the mouthwash, scraping the tongue with the metal scraper or like a titanium, something like a steel. Yeah, do that. And I just got a doctor bill. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, teeth. Go hand in hand with your heart. So make sure you take care of your teeth because you're taking care of your heart at the end of the day. Yes. Word up. Take care of it, y'all. Take care of it, okay? Okay. Get your oil changed. All right, (laughs) y'all. We got to get into the shits. And giggles. Yes, and giggles. So, (laughs) (laughs) I am not... So the first topic we're going to talk about is this list that has been going around on the internet. I am not going to attribute this to women because I have way more um, faith, belief, love, and admiration for y'all to to believe that a group of highly sophisticated, educated, sensible women came up with this thing. I feel like the internet just came up with it and attached women to it to, so that it would catch on fire. Some columnist or something. But anyway... Uh, this, this controversy started when a young lady went viral for going on a date with a gentleman and he pulled up to Cheesecake Factory and she refused to get out of the car and felt like she was too good for Cheesecake Factory. Um, she was average at best, to quote the late, great Kevin Samuels, looks-wise. She wasn't ugly, but it wasn't like, you ain't no supermodel. Like, you not like, oh my gosh, like, stop me in my tracks, gorgeous. Like, you cool. So, it was... Interesting. The refusing to get out of my car, though, I didn't like that. She would have walked home that day uh, or Ubered or whatever. That's just me. I don't play when it comes to my personal property. But anyway, this sparked the whole conversation about, oh, you too good for Cheesecake Factory, yada, 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 yada. So now another <clears throat> fake, I'm going to call it fake, or phantom list has come out of, we seem to be in a season of what women not going to do. more standards (laughs) laid upon the chest and heads of men okay more shit we gotta do guys so i'm gonna go down it really quickly because 28 things well first before i go down the list do you have any 
initial thoughts you would like to share, Erica, you being the resident queen of the podcast? Uh, not at the moment, no. I did hear, I did see it, and people were like tag teaming on her for her looks and her outfit and how it gave cheesecake, basically. Wow, yeah, um, I did see that. <laughs> yeah, and then some people were like, can't you guys see this is a skit? And, you know, it's like one of those arguments that comes out of left field again yeah so i love it (laughs) here's a list of places women absolutely this is what the list says the title this is not quoting me here's a list of places women absolutely refuse to go on a first date to and thank you to the ladies who reached out to me to help me on my list don't know who this came from i screenshot this from complex just to give them credit but this is the list Cheesecake Factory, Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, The Movies, Your House, any fast food chain, Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster, <clears throat> a buffet, IHOP, Denny's, The Gym. I thought that was very interesting and weird. Uh, church. What? Like, yeah, that one made me stop in my tracks. It's like, you don't just bring mm-hmm. anybody, especially if you actually are a member of a church and you go to a church, you don't just bring, you don't bring a date to church. That's a, that's a whole nother thing. Starbucks, coffee dates, which I'm like, Starbucks is a coffee slash pastry shop. What are you talking about? But anyway, ice cream dates, family functions, not the first date at the family function. Cuffing season! I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there. You might have just talked yourself out of something. Um, <laughs> movie night, Netflix, Hulu, and etc. Somewhere that requires a long drive. Bowling, nightclubs, hookah bar, a bar for just drinks, Waffle House, sports events. Okay. Some of those I do agree with. Some of those <laughs> I 1000% agree yeah. with. But there's some main ones on here. That give me red flag vibes, but I'll, I'll let you. Huh. I feel like I need to see the list. <laughs> you want me to send it to you? Yes. Send uh, it to me. Send I, it. I would. Ju- <laughs> 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 I love when you do that. I need to make that uh, a drop. Um, I would jibber jabber. Two. So, and I've never done this, and I thought about it. So I think it, it comes down to a few things, right? What is the purpose? Who this is? I'm, I'm going to try not to be long-winded about this because I really want to get to the relationship part. But it's like, what is your purpose for dating? Is number right. one. I think that plays a role. Like, if my goal is I'm entering the dating world to find a future Mrs. Wilson, then I feel like this list should. You know what? Not even like if I'm just if I'm just if I'm looking for the future Mrs. Wilson then yes, I'm probably going to do... There's definitely more things on this list that I wouldn't do. But if I'm dating for fun, like for the entertainment and company of women, then this is a solid list for a few reasons. Number one, I'm going to assume, because I ain't heard otherwise, that you want me to pay. Now, if you are dating, right? Dating, meaning you're not in a relationship. You're dating. You're going out with multiple people. These places, and this is the thing. These places will run you with two people an average of 50 bucks or more. Some of the lower ones. Depending on which one you go to, depending on what y'all order, you're going to be at 50 or more, right? 
You go on three or four dates in a month. You know what I'm saying? You've now invested 200 something odd dollars into the dating scene. And that's assuming that y'all do one thing. You go one place and do one thing if you're paying for these dates, right? But the other thing is this. If I'm dating to get to know you, the question in my mind would be, why do I need to try to take you to this type of caliber? Because to, to me, this list says you need to take me to higher caliber restaurants or places, right? Why do I need to take you to these higher caliber restaurants and places just to have a conversation to get to know you better? Because for me, the purpose of a date is one, some form of entertainment in between and around the conversation that you are you and I are having to get to know one another. And things like coffee dates, Starbucks, because th- those are really strong ones that I've actually heard women recommend because they're like, you don't know me. Like, if it's a first date, I'm assuming we talk for a week or two, maybe. So I know some things about you, but not everything. So I might not even know the type of restaurant that you want, but also... Let's not neither one of us invest too much in this on the front end because we might not even vibe. We might not even like each other. And nobody wants to go on a bad date or have a non-vibing date and you just spent 50, 60, 100 dollars. At least I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um and it, and I think again, you know, things like coffee dates and stuff like that like that gives you a chance for conversation because there's not a lot going on with dinner y'all got food like you ordering stuff there's other people around the loud kids like it could be a bunch of stuff but I, I found that one interesting uh, I will say that looking at this list you can understand I understand some of these I really do And on the other side, I feel like you should also know the vibe of the person that you're taking out on this first date. Yep. Because if you know that the person is a little bit more, I guess, of that type of like caliber where they like that type of stuff, they they do that to themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If they're if they're about that and if that's what they do, I can understand why they would kind of be annoyed if you took them to something that they think is below that but that's because you're you should be dating someone where or for the first date you should know the vibe of that you know I you guys should talk about that is it going to be casual is it going to be dressed up you know that's something that you should actually know with your first date real clothes for you go ahead (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding I'm kidding you're not gonna do like any starch on your pants or nothing? Gotta starch oh. some things. I be getting them blend, them blended pants. God, yo, don't them be them wrinkles. Get them all stiff, clean cut. Think, me and my ex girlfriend. I think our first date. What the fuck did we do? We went to. Mine don't count because they were immature. I think I feel like we did. Did we do that all in one day? I think we did the movies in, I know one day we went to, our second date I think was the museum. I can't remember. I mix it up. Mm-hmm. I think we did, no, we had dinner, then we went to the movies. I think I remember that. You told me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we did. Yeah. I think we did dinner. Yeah. 
And it was like a it was a place downtown. I can't remember the name of it. The food was really good. We did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did the movies and a lot of smooching at the end of that date. Then the second date, we went to the museum. Oh, I'm not going to tell you what happened after the museum. Oh! <laughs> then back to her house. Oh! So she broke the date. She broke the list. Yo, crib. Um, <laughs> did I go to her house? Let me not lie. I think that's I not for the first date. That was the second date. Yeah. Is that that big of a difference, huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> look at you shooting. You guys already bell. established. <laughs> so I, I did have a conversation with someone, and she said the same thing you said. You know, yeah. If someone's of a certain caliber, like if that's how they treat themselves, then cool. Um, my, yeah. my my overall with all this dating stuff, y'all is for me. It's about it's not about what you say, but it's about how you say it. There's a difference between yeah, don't take me to none of these places, and. These places are cool, but they're just not for me. These aren't my preference. I prefer to go to places like this. There's yeah. a world of difference between those two statements and the way they come off. Because the way that this list was talked about was like, it's trash, it's garbage. And if you go to these places or you take people to these places, you are a certain type of person, low caliber, whatever, right? And I love that this list came out. And right after, Russell Wilson rented out a Waffle House for Sierra's birthday because she loves Waffle House. And I was like, psh, 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 psh. beautiful. And I and someone got mad at me because I put the simple. That might be why I can't comment on Instagram. See, I told you somebody I done reported you. I said, listen, yo, people. Oh, I'm gonna see if I can find it. Yo, when listen. People get mad. They report. Listen, listen, listen. She did report me. See, it was her. I know it was, but Instagram isn't showing it. No, but listen. All I said was. The simple, she probably blocked you. I literally said the simple things. That's all I said because I'm, <laughs> I thought that that was dope that he did that and that those two people have been multimillionaires for years and they can do whatever they want on the face on the on the planet Earth. Literally, with their money, influence, and power, they can literally do whatever they want. And they chose something. He chose something as simple because he knows her as renting out a Waffle House. And she was, I mean, according to the articles and pictures, she was ecstatic and loved it. A Waffle House. Yet it's on this list of don't take me here on the first date. So that's why the statement of a certain caliber, it's like you got to get down to the person. Like, yeah. I know plenty of people who got money who will love a nice burger from Five Guys. You know what I'm saying? They don't have to go to insert fancy restaurant with the Wagyu beef burger. Like, they don't need it. You know, but I, I get it. But, I, no, I said the simple things, and this girl commented underneath. I can't remember what she said, but she made it seem as if I was saying something negative. She was like, oh, what do you mean the simple things? Like, you act like, are you renting out restaurants for people? And I was like, I don't understand your response. I was like... I said the simple things because I think it's dope that he can do something that simple for his lady, clearly. Like, that's a simple thing. Renting out a Waffle House, I'm pretty sure it's not that expensive. No. I I, I mean, a lot of the times, depending on the time of day and where you're, where you're located, there probably ain't nobody in there because the one I drive by near my house is empty most of the time. I probably wouldn't even need to rent it out, honestly. But I guess she thought I was trying to be spiteful, but I like wasn't. Like facetious... Yeah, and mad people mm-hmm. like my comment. So maybe she reported me, and then now Instagram says I can't comment until November 3rd. And my, yeah. account, my account is still in good standing, though. <laughs> so, she reported it, but she didn't say it was offensive or nothing. I think she did report me, but yeah. uh, I digress. But 
things like this list and stuff like that make it it does it does bother me to an extent with the dating world and this is something i'm gonna ask you as a woman right okay i'm sorry do you have anything else to say about the list itself I want to no sure. okay um you can ask away Fast food chains, I get. Let me go over these. Cheesecake Factory, you can kiss my ass. Their food is good, and the cheesecake is bomb. I really don't like Applebee's personally. I really don't like Chili's personally. I really Chipotle. <gasps> what? Uh, Chili's appetizers go crazy. That's all. It's been a while since I've been there, so I, I won't knock them out. Olive <laughs> Garden's food is absolutely delicious. You can kiss my ass. I like movies, but I get it. We don't really get to know each other. Like, exactly. That's really like, yeah, I, I can get the movies. Um, For a first date when you want to get to know someone, your house, you can't no, talk. Because y'all be setting niggas up to get robbed anyway. Fast food. I can't think of a good fast food chain to go get food at. Maybe. The only fast food place I can think of. That I would probably take someone on the first date if they like burgers is, oh, what's Steak and Shake? Their burgers are really good and their milkshakes are really good. And they're like a clean type, but I probably wouldn't do that for a first date anyway. Mm-hmm. Wingstop, absolutely not. Buffalo Wild Wings, and eh, you like sports. A buffet is wild. I don't think there's anything wrong, wrong with Red Lobster. IHOP is like a, I've done a date at the IHOP, but it wasn't a first date. And Denny's, that's more like an after we've done something very late that night. That's kind of like, yeah. I don't think that's the like wind the, down. Like, yeah. The gym, I don't really understand. Church, absolutely. A lot not. of people try to do gym dates, and I don't What is get a gym that. date? We working out you together? Basically, yeah. And honestly, like, I just don't get that. I, I really I get don't. It. I get it. You got a membership? No. Hey. Do you, <laughs> do you have a membership? Yeah. Okay, exactly. I ain't got to pay for shit. That that's why. I was... that, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like I like you for the first ain't thing. Come you guys want to be? Mm-hmm. It's like you guys want to be sweaty and funky together. That's yes. nasty. Because yeah. they want to get sweaty and funky doing something else later. I get it. I, it's weird, but I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Church, no. <laughs> Starbucks and coffee dates, I think, are cool because those are good places to have conversations to get to know somebody, and it's something simple and inexpensive for both people if you want to go Dutch. Ice cream dates, same thing. I'm lactose intolerant, so absolutely not for me. Um, Bro, yo. I took her to the ice cream shop, too, my last girlfriend, and she tore that shit up. It's hilarious. I'm not going to put her business out there. Family functions, no. You're crazy if you do that. That's too much. Um, Movie night, no. Movie night at my house, no. That's My house is too... The only way I was... I'll go back to that. My house, it depends. Like, if it's a girl I went to college with and we already know each other, yeah. but I don't know you romantically, that's different if I'm comfortable with you. But, like, someone yeah. I just met, no. That's, um, you don't want a stranger in your house. Somewhere that requires a long drive. What's a long no. drive? No. I I say no as a woman because... <laughs> Clearly. That is, that is scary. <laughs> well, what's a long like, drive? What's a long drive to you? Anything there- that gets past, like, a 40-minute mark... It's like, okay, like, where are you taking me? Because then you get a little worried where it's like, I'm in a car with a stranger and they're just driving. Like, it's more of a safety thing where it's like, okay, am I going to end up on like a Dateline episode? Okay, okay, pause. Because see, you're reading into this. That gets worried. Hold on. Hold on. Because I'm (laughs) going to be an asshole now. You're reading into this as if I'm taking you. 
It says somewhere that requires a long drive. Okay, so okay, so I got that. So that and meeting someone. So say if I was driving myself and yeah. I had to drive yeah. over that time, I feel like that's just a lot for a first date and meeting someone. I'll say. I know that that was different for you in the past. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, man. I drove for some dates now. I did. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe after you actually we like know yeah. them. We took, yeah. we took for a minute, yeah. But for it to be a stranger, I feel like that's a little bit too much right off the I, bat. I call... Well, I'm going to call bullshit on the whole list, but I call a little extra <laughs> bullshit on that one because I think it depends... You know what I'm saying? Like if it's like if it's a top tier restaurant, but you happen to live 45 minutes from it, but he wants to take you there. Yeah, that's fine. You I'm make saying an exception. Where, there's exceptions. Yeah, there's an exception to that, but if it's someone where it's like you're driving for a, a long period of time, where now you're hitting the hour mark, and it's the first date you do not know this person. It's just like ah, yeah. You the I, only conversation that you have is I'll be at this place at this time. Ah, I don't really yeah. know about that. <laughs> I get that one. I get that one. Yeah, bowling. I think bowling is a good. It depends on the chick, the woman. I think bowling is a good one. That's private, pr- mostly private. Really, y'all get to know each other and y'all can have fun bowling. Eh, 50 50. It's kind of like a she gotta, almost like an arcade date. Yeah, she got to be a certain type of woman for that though, because nails. Some people are real prissy, and they don't. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Um, I want to go bowling. You don't want to like bowling, so you don't want to break a nail. Nightclubs start at like fifty dollars. Definitely not nightclubs. That's more of like we've been together for a while. Let's go clubbing like we did in the old days and dance up on each other. Um, what else? <laughs> Hookah, hookah bar. bar. I feel like a hookah bar is kind of like, well, hookah bar and a bar just for drinks. I feel like I I equate I I equate. Can't talk tonight. I equate that with like the coffee date stuff. Like it's simple as getting drinks. to know you. Yeah, you don't have a to drink. Bar, it depends on the person. Like if they're into it or if they if they're not into it and you know that and you take them to a hookah bar is like yeah, okay why would you part. even bother. But yeah. a bar for drinks, that should be fine. Casual okay. enough. Waffle House, absolutely not. Um, sports, sports events. If I think if y'all are both into sports. I think yeah. If you do a sports event. And that um, might actually... It, that might actually be pricey too, depending on it. Because you're going to go... Eats. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying for like tickets too, like that. that it depends. Costs I was gonna money. say a baseball game would probably be a good one because there's there's a lot of time to talk because baseball yeah. games take mad long. They um, take forever. They do take forever. I don't know, y'all. y'all... Know the person that you are asking out yeah. on the date. So don't just like blindly go up to them and be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna surprise you," and you surprise them terribly. Just at least have the conversation about their likes, dislikes. But see, that's the other thing too, man. Some women play the game of you should know, I want him to figure it out, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, y'all need to be more direct. Like I tell women, when it comes to picking up hints, depending on what, most of the time I'm dumb. Like you going, I'm used to straightforward, plain conversation. Some stuff like, yeah, I'll pick up on and I'll do things because I'm smart and I'll pay attention to what you're doing. But like in the beginning, like, 
If you're not feeling that, you're not going to hurt my feelings by saying I'm not feeling that. Or give me choices. Mm -hmm. Say, hey, pick one of these five or something like that. Like, I got to get to know that. But to Erica's point on the last podcast, don't be offended by stuff like this list. Like, if it doesn't apply to you, it don't apply to you. Don't be mad. Um, But also, ladies, you have to remember, too, you're trying to... Not even ladies, people who who apply these lists. You are telling someone that they need to treat you a certain way based on how you feel about yourself. And whatever you say your quote unquote history is and whatever you say your quote your quote unquote treatment you're used to. Me being the guy, I don't know if any of that is true. I don't know if no niggas ever taking you out. I don't know if you ever been to the type of restaurants you want me to take you to. Conversation should clear that up. But you're yes. dictating something to the other person. My question to you is, are you willing to reciprocate? Yeah. Are you willing to listen to what the man is going to want in return? Are you going to be closed minded? Are we going to play the game where you think you the prize and I got to win you? Like that. That's my thing. That's why I say like these lists and stuff, which we about to get into in the end. You gotta be careful with this type of stuff, man. The more you can't, you can't be the only one. You're not the only one that wants things, right? Like, there's a lot of asking here. There's a lot of demands here, of my time, of my money, of my effort. What am I getting in return? Because the response of, oh, well, you're getting the pleasure of my company. What if your company's not fucking pleasurable? How about that? Because <laughs> some of y'all company is not pleasurable. It's not. Hence why you have a list of first dates. You going on first dates because you single and you ain't got nobody. Wonder why that is. Can't always be the other person. Just saying. That's um, why I say just date yourself for a second. Yeah. Because if you date yourself, you'll find what you're like looking for. You're asking of something that you know that you can provide to yourself automatically. Like if you say that you're high caliber and you take yourself on these high caliber dates, you know that in the end, you want to be with someone who's going to meet those expectations because you already can do it for yourself. Same thing if you just like activity-based dates. If you take yourself on an activity-based date, love that for you. Find somebody who does it too. Oh, so, Yo, you're smart and you're wise because I was just <laughs> about to say that and I ain't going to say his name. I'm going to say his name. <laughs> Kevin Samuels said it. God dang it. If you want a certain <laughs> type of caliber of person, first of all, these people that we're talking about, these high caliber people, one, they're not putting these lists together. Two, they're not no. on Instagram talking <laughs> about these things. They're not, right? They're actually living it. If you go to these places and you live that lifestyle, you know the high class bars, you know the high yeah. class restaurants, you know the high, if you live that life and that lifestyle, you should not be having to put out a list like this and certain type of men won't even approach you if for the lack of a better word the men in the bracket that you're looking for aren't approaching you you need to do some you need to figure out what's going on with you honestly cuz there's a reason why none of them none of them it's a reason why they're not approaching you and to be real if you really want to find out ask one of them like ask like do you have a male friend you could talk to or something like that I just say that because, and again, this, I don't, again, I don't even believe women put this list together. I think someone just put it out there just for a conversation. I think too much time, too many times in life, people think they shit don't stink. And then you don't find out until a pipe bursts. And it's like, yo, 
some of y'all need to be knocked back down to reality. And you have to remember, speaking from a man's perspective, ladies, the stuff that y'all think about and care about, we don't. Like, number one, can you bring me peace? And I'm going to say this, and I do not mean to offend anybody. Why do you think sometimes you see some of the most attractive, handsome, rich, and famous guys marry and stay with and be with very average looking women? They bring them peace. There's no drama. There's no headache. You bring me peace. You value me. You make me feel special. You make me feel honored. You know what I'm saying? I do what I got to do, but you do your part as well. Like It's give and take we gonna get into the other stuff in a minute y'all we gonna get there we gonna get there but that's all i got for the list anything else on the list no that's all i got i said my piece me too all right y'all so i had to do some very adult things this is gonna be a rough tough conversation we're gonna talk about emotional cleansing emotional cleansing let me let me uh here will here what did it do here will so this Getting is what I chakras. <laughs> Yo. Emotional cleansing. So I had I had a conversation with myself a couple weeks ago. I'm lying. <laughs> I'll be damned. That was very truthful. I had a conversation with um oh, a friend. <laughs> and long story short she was telling me about a situation she was in and then she stopped and said if you start dating somebody we can't talk anymore can we and I was like I laughed but then I said no I was like no we can't because I mean our history is 90% sexual um, so good luck when my phone rings and her name comes up and my girlfriend say oh who's that yeah no don't want to have that conversation um, not a cheater never been a cheater won't ever be a cheater but still you, we all have those people in our lives where we know we get in a relationship. Those things can't happen, right? So it made me reflect and think of what I've been praying for, what I've been asking for, and I've been saying it on the show. I do want a nice, lovely woman, a wife, kids, nice life together, right? And I'm a firm believer in whatever you pray for, whatever you ask for, you need to prepare yourself. <clears throat> so right. we all have these things. Shout out to my homegirl, Killer Am. Uh, <laughs> that's her name, not mine her nickname for herself. We all have these comfort bubbles. We all keep this roster or these certain people in our phone or in our lives because they provide something, whether it's ego, whether it's the food guy, or I just want some booty, or she's the girl that strokes my ego, or she's the girl that's gonna come over and rub my back, like, but we not together type deal. Like We have these people to fill these gaps that we want that one person to fill, right? And then it gets a little messy when you, you start talking to somebody, you got to push all those other people away, but you still kind of holding on to them because it's like, oh, y'all my plan B. Y'all might, this mm -hmm. don't work. I can come back to y'all. It's like a safety net, right? But it's also, uh, it's also the, the excuse we use, you know, when people say I'm single by choice, you want, people want to be able to say that, but it's, it's, it's not true. The truth is you're single because the truth of the matter is that the person you actually wanted was ready, willing, and able, and available, you'd be with them if that's what you really want. 
but that person doesn't exist in your life. So you're technically, you're technically, yeah, you're single by choice, but you also don't have any viable choices. So are you really single by choice? Not really. These people are fillers and that's not to talk down on them, but that's what they're doing. If we're not going to be together and we're just doing, we playing bits and you give me this part of a relationship, you fulfill this part of a relationship, you over here fulfill this part. That's all we're doing. We're using them like little like Lego blocks almost. So what I decided to do was have conversations with a couple of women in my life who were kind of that for me. Um, great conversations. I haven't had sex since last December, so it was nothing sexual. Um, it was just like, kind of like emotional fillers. These conversations feel good. We can laugh, we joke, we get along. But truth of the matter is, we're not going to be together. And truth of the matter is, when I do meet somebody, you got to go anyway. So rather than playing the game of I'm going to keep you around, because they still take up emotional capacity. You still mm-hmm. got to put effort into those relationships. You, I don't believe it when people say, oh, I just have sex with no feelings. I don't care if it's an inkling. Like you cannot... You're never closer to anybody than when you're having sex with them. Y'all are, you're literally inside of them. Like y'all are literally one. Like you're combined, you're literally combining bodies. Like you're going to feel something, right? Sorry, graphic, but you're going to feel something. (laughs) But I had to have some tough conversations and kind of, and not kind of, but put boundaries in place and say, this is why I'm doing this. I don't Mm -hmm. want you to take it personal, but. This is taking up the emotional space that I should be preserving, one, for myself mm-hmm. and what I'm trying to do, and two, for the future Mrs. Wilson. So rather this being an abrupt thing when that time comes and me having to get my mentality back and kind of reeling from, dang, I just had to let this thing go over here, it's already done months in advance. I've already gotten to the mindset of certain habits and things like that, and you respect the boundaries already. I don't have to worry about any of the excess drama. So that's what I mean by emotional cleansing. So I'm not participating in cuffing season. Mm -hmm. I've been doing emotional. Thank you. Oh, give me a round of applause. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, I'm not participating. I probably won't start dating until next year. Honestly, early. Retired for the season. (laughs) Y'all have fun out there. So that that's that's what I call emotional cleansing. What what are your thoughts on emotional cleansing? I definitely do agree with that. Where um, usually I don't keep anyone around in that aspect, um, really. But I definitely do. Like if a relationship has ended, I usually just cut that off completely. Where we are, we're not friends because there's too many feelings that have been in the mix and it gets murky, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, you don't want to, you don't want to be around someone that yes, you shared like a romantic history with, well, for me, you, yes, you shared a romantic history with them and it's over. I don't like to see them as like a constant reminder or like have them around because I just feel like that's just so tricky Especially when you're trying to move forward. You're so mature. <laughs> Especially to my two exes. when, when you're like, me around, Robbie. I bet you do. I I just I can't do it because yeah. if you're if you're trying to move on 
and you're trying to move on for better or just move forward in your life. I don't think you can when you have this constant reminder of someone like, oh, well, I, I know you. I know you more than you think you know yourself mm-hmm. type of thing. You don't want that to get in the way of anything. So I usually I don't keep people around for that. Um, but I definitely do support it when people do it because I feel like especially when you say as if like they serve a purpose as in like if I need like if I'm feeling down on my luck and there's someone that I can go to I feel like you should definitely be looking towards yourself and it shows a lot that it's oh you you need to pour into yourself Mm. more instead of running to others to help build you up you need to be able to also build yourself up so I always agree with people when they like cut something off like that because it's like you're trying to make sure that you pour into yourself as much as you would pour into someone else and situationships they just don't necessarily serve a purpose when you know at the end of the day you're not getting together with that person you guys are just kind of just wasting each other's time for like a little funsies for the moment to pass the time and everything but I feel like you won't ever be able to fully commit or be in the right process and the right mindset to meet the person that you're interested in meeting this this person who doesn't exist yet basically you're not in the right mindset if you're just still having all of these connections everywhere you know and these Mm. attachments everywhere yeah yeah, I, I mean, I 1000% agree. Uh, those attachments matter. I mean, think of any romantic movie, and that's how it happens. That friend from yeah. the past. I mean, best man. Hello. Jane Diggs kept his best friend around, though him and his wife didn't work out for certain reasons. Well, I can't even remember their names. Good Lord. Um, that's okay. It's been a she minute. She was always a, a problem, though. Like Harper's, who is it, Robin? Harper, whatever, whatever. Uh, Neil Long. Neil Long was always like this thing in his relationship. Though they were friends, they only messed around once. Those romantic lines crossed. Now, I mean. That was Grant, Brown Sugar. That was not Brown Sugar. That was Best Man. Really? All these people. Diggs, all these I think he was in Brown Sugar with. Oh, oh what's her fine behind name? Oh, you said Nia Long. Okay, yeah. I automatically thought of um, Nicole what's her Ari face? Parker is the other one. I think that was Sanaya Lathan. Sanaya Lathan. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Sanaya Lathan was his <laughs> wife in the movie. She was in there too. Best man. Okay. See, all of yeah. them are in the same movies together. That's why I need to be an actor. Another black face. <laughs> but I need to get paid because good gosh. But anyway, hello. <laughs> yeah. So you're right, and. Again, I'm speaking from the perspective of people who want to be in relationships. Now, if you ain't trying to be in a relationship and you just out here or you trying to be poly or whatever, I can't speak to that. Um, and this is just one man's perspective, right? And I'm not saying what I'm what I'm doing or this path is quote unquote right or wrong, but I'm just looking at it for what it is. And I had to say to one of my exes, like, because it, and it's and it's not easy because this is why it's not easy and this is where it gets tricky. We broke up, but there's no beef. Like, nobody right. cheated. Nobody did anything crazy to the other person. Just bad communication. It didn't work. But we get along so well. We understand each other's stupid little quirks so well. We can sit on the phone for five or six hours and just laugh and talk and have great deep discussions, which we have been doing. But every now and again, we'll cross the line and start talking about some crazy stuff. 
And then it's just like, well, we know we know what that's going to lead to. Nothing, right? Because mm-hmm. like, we've already had the discussion of where you at, what you trying to do, where you at, what you trying to do. It don't match. So we've already determined that we're not doing this. You want to be here. I want to be there. Like, There's too many things in between, and there's things you're not going to tolerate and things I'm not going to tolerate. And that doesn't cause a problem. It's just two adults having a conversation and saying, I'm not willing to do that. Yeah, I'm not willing to do that. All right, cool. But a lot of the other elements are there. So it creates that situation you're talking about where it's like, mm, ah, mm. so it sucks because you're letting go of what I would consider a friend and someone who has helped me because, right, when you talk to an ex, you learn a lot about who you were in that relationship if you can listen, right? right? So I learned a lot from that. But I feel like we've both gotten what we needed to get from that. And in mm-hmm. order, if we say we both want these things, but not with one another, we know that this and that can't exist. Yeah. Like no woman I'm with wants to hear me on the phone with her because there's yeah. no guarantee that I would ever be like that with her. But that's not the goal. Our relationship is our relationship. Everyone's relation. Everyone you have a relationship with looks different. That's why I laugh sometimes when friends get jealous of relationships that you have with other friends. It's like, yo, like sometimes y'all just get different parts of each other. Like there's some of my friends I would never do business with in life. <laughs> Carl Van can ask me to do a business and I'll do it. We just have, we just link, we just sync on that level. We kind of get each other in that sense. So just that, that romantic cleansing stuff, man, I'm very big on my emotional space and my freedom. And I'm like, when I start seeing stuff getting out of pocket, I'm like, all right, whoa, what, what are you, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I really start doing that now that I'm getting older. I'm starting well, to feel it too. Seasons are changing. Ooh. It happens when seasons are changing. When you start doing a lot of self-reflecting, you're getting closer to the end of the year. You're looking for what you want for the next year, looking at you, the future that you want for yourself. I like doing cleansings when the seasons change. No matter what type of cleansing it is, you just feel very much organized and ready for this new phase. Hmm. You're smart, mm-hmm. yo, and you wise. Uh, yeah, I get it from my mama. I'll be damned. That, I'll be, I'll be damned. That's a very it wasn't smart me. and wise woman. That's a very smart and wise woman. Yeah. Um. Wow. You just put a lot of stuff into perspective. Um. Just, and the leaves are falling, and you're doing this cleansing, like yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe I might find a future Mrs. Wilson in the spring. We'll see. You I, never know. I laughed though because my ex was like, Are "You breaking up with me?" I'm like, see, the fact that you put it <laughs> like that is the reason why we having this conversation. No, 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 this is not a breakup. But I'm thankful again for the understanding because she was like, "Oh, you just cutting off all your hoes," and I laughed so hard because she was like, "Well, you don't talk to? They got you cutting off your hoes." I was laughing so hard, but she was like, she didn't like it. But she said mm-hmm. she understood it because she just had to do the same thing with somebody else like a month ago. Yeah. So I was like, so you get it. Like at a certain point, you got to make certain decisions. And some people ain't never going to do it. And it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think I personally think people are in denial when you continue to hold on to these things and you think you can just easily move on. No, Definitely. you're staying there. You're staying there for a reason. That situation is giving you something. Like, I, I, I'm going to say this. Maybe they'll still endorse me in the future or something like that. (laughs) I don't like McDonald's food in general. But 
I'll go there for fries, and every now and again, I'll get the apple pie. So majority of it, I don't want. They're not on my top 10 list. They're probably not even on my top 20 list. But I still have a connection to them, even mm-hmm. if it's small. And that means that connection, that means when I go there to buy fries, I'm not going to the place that I really love to buy fries. If that mm-hmm. makes sense to y'all. So that's why I say emotional cleansing is important. Take the time to think about it. And your energy will change too. Your aura will change. And then you'll start to see that time and energy I was putting into that person or that relationship or situationship is mine again. Yeah. All of it. Not just the time, the energy, the mental capacity, all that. And it does suck a little bit, but you eventually will occupy that time with hopefully something else that's more beneficial to you and what you're trying to get done in your goals or even just your platonic friendships. Yeah. You know, they, they need love too, right? Yeah. Change is not comfortable. You need to be uncomfortable in order to grow. Bottom line. 1,000%. Man, I feel like Yoda whenever I say something like that. I'll be down. <laughs> Yo, with that, we're gonna move into the last topic, which is something that you know it 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 came it came to mind. I'm gonna play a quote from myself this morning. Uh oh, soundbite. And it's the actual relationship is the last topic. So we've been talking about lists. We're talking about emotional cleansing, and people will talk about all this relationship stuff. But this this came to my mind this morning, and I posted it. So. I promise I'm going to stop doing car videos before I go to work. I promise. But this week's topics on From My Experience podcast, the topic that says the actual relationship. One of the things that really bothers me, and I like having these dating conversations because they're helpful and they make me reflect and think about things, right? I don't hear a lot of people talk about what they want the actual relationship to look like and be like. We're so caught up on lists and attributes and things we want the other person to have but are you thinking about what that person actually wants out of a relationship? Like, do y'all want to go to Comic-Con together and watch anime on Saturdays and discuss things? Do y'all want to build businesses together? Do y'all want to go kayaking and hiking? Do y'all want to have kids? How do you want to raise these kids? Where do you want to live? Like, are y'all really thinking about these things? Because you could have someone that meets everything on your quote-unquote list, but they don't want to live the same life that you want to live. Mm. Yeah, that 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 came to mind when I, cause I, uh, unfortunately, which I've stopped now, cause mm-hmm. Instagram is feeding me too many relationship podcasts, relationship. Yeah, it's like eh, I only follow like five of y'all. Why am I getting fifty of these? And y'all all saying the same thing. But that's the scary part. Y'all all saying the same thing. Y'all had the same take. But I mm-hmm. haven't heard many people talk about the relationship. You can mm-hmm. meet thirty people that that match your list perfectly. But what about the one that says, you know what, babe? Yeah, let's go to Switzerland and live there for a year, you know, while you do your internship. You might only Mm -hmm. find one that says, you know what? I do want to have four kids. You might only find one that says, you know what? I do want to adopt. I'm open to adoption. You might only find one that says, you know, sure, let's go camping, you know, five times a year. Like, what do you want the relationship to look like? Because I think people think if you have these qualities, you're going to live a certain lifestyle automatically yeah. because of the qualities. And we can look at celebrities and, tr- and tell that that's not true. How many celebrities have we seen go broke, file for bankruptcy, 
have sexual assault allegations, have, I ain't going to say celebrities, people with money. Because that seems mm-hmm. to be a big thing. You want someone to make this money, but they're still a person. That's a part of them in their life and their lifestyle, but they're still a person, whether they got money or not. So it, for me, it's more important to get to know you and mm-hmm. what you want out of life and what life with another person looks like. Like me, I need a woman that's open-minded and that mm-hmm. will take the time to listen and understand. I had a very powerful conversation with a woman who said something that I don't think any other woman has. Let me see. Let me put this in the right words. She understood something about me the first time I said it without me having to over explain it because we had it in common. I used to do too much. Like I used to look at something, get into it, try to do it, blah, blah, blah. And it wouldn't work or whatever. But I learned like, all right, Jack of all trades, master of none, squash that. Now, when I'm interested in something, I'll research it and I'll learn about it, but it's from an educational perspective. Not that I necessarily want to do it. Like in the back of my mind, I still want a motorcycle. I probably won't ever Mm -hmm. get one at this point, but I know a lot about them because I researched them for years. I looked at them for years, but that's just something that I like to do. Mm-hmm. other women in my life have seen that and thought oh he about to go pursue that that's what he wants to do that's him and it's like no this is for educational purposes this me looking at these youtube videos and reading these stats and going to this place and looking at this is just fun it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's going to be something that i do or necessarily incorporate in my everyday life this is this is the equivalent of me going to get another degree to me and she kind yeah. she got that she understood that and I was like, that's the type of understanding that I need my woman to have. I need her to really look at me and understand and listen when I say, this ain't a big deal. And believe me when I say, this ain't a big deal. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think some of those things are just missing because people want the, you want a person's life to be so together. And it's like, you <laughs> you ain't going to know if they life together until, honestly, until it's too late. <laughs> 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 you not gonna know. Um, the other thing is like you have to date with intention. Yes, you can go through life with this checklist of all these qualities and everything, but you have to date with intention. You have to know what they want their future to look like. You have to understand that who not everyone is perfect. There is no one in this world that is perfect. Everyone is constantly oh a piece of work and that sounds terrible but everyone is con- <laughs> let them tell it everybody is con- continuing to work on themselves no matter what and no one's gonna be 100 percent perfect and also this idea that the person that you meet they're just gonna match like every- they're gonna check off every single box on this checklist that is not how it usually works out a lot of it is compromise. A lot of it is understanding the person, realizing I like them for these qualities and I feel a connection with this person. Our future matches up. I think I want to pursue this. Bottom line. That whole, he has to make this much or they have to make this much. They got to do this, that, the third. And boom, we're going to get married. Next thing you know, you don't even know that person for real. 
you just know all the characteristics that you like about them, but you never sat down and actually got to know them, what they liked and what they disliked, their passions, what they want in the future. Do they want kids? Do they not? You don't know. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. date with intention. Yo, you know, this blew my mind, <clears throat> um, but this is some real stuff. One of my favorite shows was Being Mary Jane. I love shows about black women pursuing relationships because the show doesn't have a reason to lie or hide the truth. Mm -hmm. They expose the ugliness of it. And I see the beauty in the way that that character tried to pursue these relationships, how she balanced some of those emotional attachments and career and competition, all that stuff. Right. I loved it. But one, like to our point, both of our points, she dated, I can't remember the guy's name. He be in a lot of stuff. He light skinned. He got like the curly hair or whatnot. It's not, it's not the guy she ended up with, with the, with the eyeballs. What's his name? God damn it. Michael Ely. With the blue hair? Not yeah. Michael, not Michael <laughs> no, Ely, no. but she dated a guy. He's, if I showed you his face, you would know him. But she dated okay. him. They were in a relationship. It was good. And they started talking. And basically it came down to, he was like, oh, well, I mean, we can be together, but we don't have to be in each other's space. I figure you keep your house, I keep mine. And whenever we want to spend time together, we'll just come to one another's houses. The dude didn't even want to live with his <laughs> woman. Yo, was, now he checked all these boxes for her at the time. But when she, <laughs> when she started to get to know him. He was like, yeah, like, I mean, why we, why we can't have our separate lives. And whenever we decide to intersect, we just intersect. And I was like, yo, that's crazy. I wish I could have that low key. But, because y'all get up <laughs> my nerves sometimes. But, nah, kidding, kidding. But that that just goes to show, like, you really got to be having certain types of conversations. And yeah. Breakfast Club interview, they had Pastor Mike Todd on there. Prime example. One, I laughed because they brought up the list and he was like, Y'all, he was like, the list is dumb. Y'all making lists, but y'all, y'all single. That's you got a list of all these things this person needs to bring to the table and have them. Blah 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 blah. You still single? You're still single. Let me tell you, putting your list of demands out there and saying what you're not gonna do. Let me tell you, as a man, that shit is not attractive at all. To me, that sound that sounds like the beginning of the end. Because if you're doing this with something as simple as a first date, I can imagine everything in our relationship you go nitpick and try to demand. No, thank you. Get out of my face. I need someone to have standards and to be easygoing. I don't want nobody overly demanding. But he talked about how a lot of times when God gives you something, it's something you have to build. He will give you a tree. He won't give you the dresser or the chair or the furniture. Exactly. You got to build it. Or the seeds. Yes. And he talked mm-hmm. about in his new book, because here's the thing, y'all, like when it comes down to the person there, they had a son, they have a son. The son is autistic. Mm-hmm. His, their success, their money, the fact that he's a pastor, the fact that he's a good man, he's got popularity. He's been more successful than he ever had. He ever has been cannot fix his child. Right. The only thing that can fix that child is the bond between him and his wife and them working together. So all those things on this list, don't matter. most of that shit didn't matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Money may help with treatments or doctors and stuff like that, but like the per- it comes down to the person on the inside. What are we going to do for our son? 
Right. What type of journey do I need to take? You know what I mean? In my life. Like, cause yeah, like getting to the bag is cool, but the bag don't solve all problems. Cause I mean, y'all, y'all, we've seen it a billion times. Do y'all mm-hmm. not watch reality TV and see how these, some of these women have been with people who thought they thought they were the man of the dreams. A lot of them single now. A lot of them talking about the stress and stuff they went through. Like, I don't understand when the value of a person got thrown in the garbage. Like, in a relationship, shout out to my boy Voodoo that I play Xbox with, you're relating to another person. I get it. I, too, want a woman who has certain things, but those things do not outweigh things like her mindset. Mm-hmm. Those things don't <laughs> don't outweigh her her ambition. They don't outweigh the way she carries herself as a woman. They don't outweigh her integrity. They don't outweigh the relationship she has with the people around her. Because when it comes to some of those other things, they can come with time. We are building a life together. That's exactly. You're building. If you're doing the right, if you're doing what you're supposed to do and you're actually building, something will become of this in the end if you're building. But hey, we got to get on our job and build. And she might not be where she wants to be today. But five, ten years from now, because we're supposed to spend a life together, she may get there with my help, with my influence, and vice versa. You're but nobody to wants pour to pour into it, right? Nobody wants to work anymore. Like, oh, I make, I make this, or I have this certain lifestyle. You have this certain lifestyle. We combine. We're gonna be a super couple. Yeah. That only works for the overly rich people, and that's that's basically it. That usually works when one person is the breadwinner. Yeah. And that's typically the man. There are some <laughs> some 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 house husbands out there, but it typically works because at the end of the day, you're gonna have a power struggle. Yeah. Y'all, y'all the ego and pride and stuff like that, but I'm not saying it can't work, but I digress. And I don't I don't like to sound like I'm talking down or bad about people with money and stuff like that. I'm not. Y'all are people too, is all I'm saying. Whether you got money, whether you got not, good relationships and bad relationships exist across the entire spectrum of finances, okay? But I think really take a list, really take a look at these lists if you have one and say, what problems is this list going to actually solve? And then say to yourself, if this person didn't have these things on this list, would I still want to be with them? If five years from now, half of the things on that list disappear from that person for whatever reason, you you out? Ten years from now, you out? Yeah. I mean, it's it's happened. The pandemic wiped <laughs> jobs out. Like if you, if you get sick. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a that huge That is a one. huge one. Yeah. You know the statistics on women that end up divorced if they are diagnosed with cancer? Like, it's huge. Yeah. It's like, you need to know if the person that you're choosing, how good is their heart? Yeah. How do they care for others? How do they care for the people in their family? Are they selfish? Are they loving? Are they selfless? It's like, you need to know that. Are they nurturing? Are they not? You need to know that. Are they a leader? Are they not? Is that, if this is going to be your partner for life until the end of time, you need to know that. And you're going to have to share some stuff and be uncomfortable. Like, 
to be vulnerable. Yeah, you got to be vulnerable, but you can be smart about it. It's not about, oh, I don't trust you. I can, mm-hmm. I've told y'all a tons of things on this podcast that none of y'all could use against me to hurt me. Because, Hello. Yeah, because I've squared my life away to where, all right, I can talk about this comfortably and share this comfortably. Um, but now that you know this information or that you ask for this information or that you have access to this information, I know how to watch your actions moving forward. You know what I'm saying? I know how to, I can tell when you're for me and when you're not for me. And that's another thing, like people will get mad at you for something they didn't even tell you about, (laughs) Mm. you know, but I digress. Please y'all think about the actual relationship. Think about what you want your relationship to look like. If that is your goal, your goal is a committed relationship, married life. What does that look like? Like, seriously, are you willing to move? Mm hmm. Like, are you actually willing to move? Are you willing to be far away from your family, your your zone of comfort? You know what I'm saying? Are you willing to, what are you willing to sacrifice? Like, not and not even just assuming that this is the person you want to be with. What are you actually willing to sacrifice? What is the greatest sacrifice you're willing to make? Like, these are things y'all have to think about because these things can become realities. Like, especially when you have kids. Yeah. Like, these kids come first. They're going to want to go to practice. They're going to need to get picked up from here, to here, there, whatever. You got to build relationships with them. That shit takes time. There's no substitute for spending time with your kids. Hiring nannies and all that, yada, yada, yada. No. Like, when are you going? what are you going to give up to spend time with these kids? What are you willing to sacrifice when your partner has that migraine and they can't pick them up? Mm-hmm. Or like you said, somebody gets sick. Life like, happens fast. Extremely fast. Extremely fast, man. Accidents. I mean, yeah. this, just all kinds of stuff. Job change. Like, and it don't even have to be something negative. People change. That too. <laughs> People grow apart. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. What if someone's like, cause I, like I, I told y'all this story before. I had a co- uh, college professor. I had a high school teacher who was making over six figures. And that was a lot of money back then because that was 2002. Mm-hmm. She's, she was an attorney. Um, but she said it was, she was more miserable than she'd ever been. She stopped doing that to become a high school teacher. So I know that cut her salary at least in half. At yeah. least. But she's <laughs> happy though. Is that something you'd be willing to live with? Do you love that person beyond the salary? And don't don't throw you in. You want to see them happy, right? Don't throw in. Well, if the salary messes up our life and lifestyle, let's say the lifestyle, your life will still work. Your lifestyle will have to shift and change. If you're not willing to make a shift in lifestyle, what does that say? That means you need to be upfront and say, "Hey, if we this is the lifestyle I want to live forever, so you need to be making this or greater forever." Say that up front and watch the results that you get. <laughs> Hold people to these to these uh to these standards of yours. And I mean the 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 real question is, and I will end on this note. Look in the mirror with all these things you've come up with and say, how's that working out for me? Because that's what I do. And I I think I'm a cool person. I'm down to earth. But I myself am still single. I myself still have not found a future future Mrs. Wilson. So that means 
Okay, Rob, we going back to the drawing board. What's missing? What'd you do here? What'd you do there? Are you being unrealistic? One, two, three, four, five. And then when I break my personal situation down, I spent most of my time in committed relationships. I also take very large breaks between relationships, typically two or three years. So I was probably spent five or oof, maybe five to seven years of my life purposely single. So I've taken myself out so I can kind of cleanse and reflect. That's a lot of time, yo. Hold up. Let me get some of the years. <laughs> Let me get two years, uh, Erica. You you young. Let me get... Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but th- those are things that I've done. And I've said to myself, like, even my last relationship, I mean, that ended around this time last year. It's been a year. Hadn't been on, you know, any dates or done anything romantic. But that's a year out of the game. What was I doing during that time? Working on myself, working on my mentality, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So when I attack this dating game, I'm going to come with a different approach, a better approach, and a different mindset. Because I'm like, not that it is a problem, but for lack of a better word, I'm part of the problem. But I'm the part of the problem that I can control. And at least you're self-aware about it. Got to be self-aware. Because, I mean, I'm not stupid. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I learned. <laughs> I, I used to be the food guy. I used to be the guy that would take you on a date to a lot of these places on this list. And you would eat good and you would laugh, but you wouldn't want to be with me. But you also know I wasn't pushy trying to make pressure you for sex or anything. It was just a good time for you. So you felt the need. The sad thing is you felt the need to lead me on romantically when we could have just been cool and been doing the same thing. Now, we would have been Dutch a lot more. Mm-hmm. But your ass ain't want to pay. Anyway. The only thing I got to say is make sure that you know the people that you guys are actually going out there trying to date and things like that and also just ask yourself would you like this person would you be friends with this person if y'all weren't in a relationship if you weren't pursuing it romantically would you once you know the character of that person sometimes we forget Mm -hmm. that's all i'm gonna say sometimes we forget because we're already in that romantic essence but sometimes we forget the funny thing is, a lot of times if you're just honest and upfront, you can get what you want. Look, yeah. You got I want I want you because you have one, two, three, four, five, and these these are the things that I want from you. This is why I'm here. Some people be willing to give you those things mm-hmm. if you're honest about it. But when you start playing the game, they start playing the game back. Then people get mad. But <clears throat> we're gonna let y'all go. It's been oh hold on, gotta give a message to the black brothers out there. I'm playing the music. <laughs> <laughs> right on, brother. <laughs> yo, that's a classic, yo. Right on, my brothers. Oh. A long episode, yo. Hold on. We had a lot of topics. I know it's been like, it's been a minute since we talked, too. So, uh, my strong intelligent resourceful resilient brothers how's that working out for you that you know that question i really want you to ask yourself that but not just in a relationship sense in a your entire life like some of the decisions that you're making on a day-to-day basis how's that working out for you and are you willing to make the hard and heavy sacrifices it will take 
to get things to work out for, for you. I'm doing that right now. I'm sacrificing my romantic life and I'm sacrificing my entertainment life right now to save every penny I can. And it is tough. Like I'm on a very, 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 very tight budget. I'm thankful that I am because it's going to help me get to where I'm trying to be soon, sooner rather than later. The only social events I'm going to be attending this year are Thanksgiving with my family and homecoming. Uh, and Erica's cat is wilding. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I literally won't be doing anything else socially just because the budget is the budget. Once I put this money where it needs to go, it don't exist anymore. I consider it spent because that's the only way I'm going to get to this next level. Right. So it, it the, the funny thing is you can spend a year, depending on your situation, a year or two or three, maybe making those type of sacrifices and turn your entire life around moving forward. You can turn your entire life around and put yourself in a better situation. So that's all I'm going to leave y'all with. Cue the exit music. I got to email uh, Zoom and let them know that people on the other end can't hear the music, but they can hear the sound effects. What's your cat's name? Tootie. Did you say Tootie? Yeah. She has, she has three names. What? What? Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. I'll be down. Cause that, that, what's the three names? Okay, so when I got her from the shelter, her name was Orchid, and I said, "Ew, that's old." So that's I weird. honor it. Mm -hmm, I honor it. So her name is Tootie Orchid Shanae. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> we love y'all. Erica, say goodbye to the beautiful people, please. Bye, and Tootie, say bye. Until next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, financially. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.